Good morning, gents. You are listening to Man Talk Monday on Gird Up Podcast. Happy Monday. Uh, we're going to talk about wildness today with our guest, Mr. Vince Husek. Uh, thank you to Vince for stepping in and being a part of the show for the last couple of days. He did some interviews way, way back at the beginning of the podcast about 18 months ago. Uh, glad to have him back again. Glad to sit down with him and, and enjoy some time together with him. Um, blessings to Vince and his family as they continue to grow um, as his healing journey continues after his battle with leukemia um, and now the birth of their third son. So all kinds of exciting things happening over there at the, the Husek house. Um, he's also teaching at Kingdom Prep High School, uh, which is also uh, has played a vital role um, in uh, in our early days of the podcast here too. So we've got a cool relationship with them going on. Um, lots of good things happening. God's blessings to all the things over there that are going so well. And uh, your their ministry there, um, serving the kingdom of God by raising up young men uh, to serve in the kingdom. Um, if you're enjoying the content you're hearing on this podcast, make sure you're following us on social media, particularly Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we have a community on it, on Facebook as well. It's called the Gird Up Community. It's a great place to interact with other Christian men, to grow in grace and knowledge of the truth, to build each other up. If God lays it on your heart to support this podcast financially, you can do that one of two ways. You can either sponsor uh, episodes by uh, contacting me and let me know which episodes you want to sponsor and let me know what you want your ad to say. Or you can uh, go on Patreon and you can make either a one-time gift or a repeating gift monthly, um, whatever it might be. But any money that you choose to send our way helps us serve the men of God, the community of believers. Um, it helps us to grow our impact and grow our ministry to men all over the world who get to listen to our message. I hope it's not snowing too much by you guys. Uh, it's finally spring break for me this week, so I'm headed up to New Ulm, Minnesota. going to sit down with President Zarling and a couple other people and have some cool conversations. I'm um, also just enjoying my time up there. So if you're if you're one of the MLCers or if you're up in the New Ulm area uh, this week and you want to meet with me or you want to have a conversation or just get together, let me know. I would love to do that. Uh, I would love to jump on some of those opportunities to, to get the chance to talk to you guys and make this thing better and just to interact with you and help us all grow in, in grace and knowledge of the truth. So blessings on your celebration of Holy Week. Happy Easter. Happy Palm Sunday that we celebrated yesterday. Uh, make sure you're in your Bible this week. Uh, make sure that you are dedicated to your relationship with your Heavenly Father as we continue to walk this road together. Here we go. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of Ken and father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to become the men that God created us to be. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves and let's get to work. 
I'm Charlie Ungemach, and I got a special guest today for Man Talk Monday, Mr. Vince Husek. What's up, Vince? Hello, hello. How we doing? If you've never listened to the podcast before, you don't know Vince, but if you have, he was on what like a, I don't know, it's like a year ago. So it's actually Almost not that long ago yeah. in real life, but in podcast life, your ancient history, man. So, uh, but if you haven't listened to Vince's episodes way back at the beginning of the podcast, um, really awesome story, uh, overcoming leukemia. Uh, how's you? So, are you in remission, or well, you are in remission, obviously. Doing, yeah, doing well. Uh, still in remission. Uh, went into remission four weeks in. Still a uh, couple weeks out. Got about thirteen months left. Uh, they want three years of what they call maintenance, where you're still cancer free and doing uh, repeated chemo to keep everything finished and hopefully like cured comes. 13 months from now and what what's the uh, like down down the road in the future what's the chances of something like that coming back that's a great similar that's a great question i haven't delved a lot into like what the actual percentages are um but remarkably good uh so far as far as like what it is supposed to look like um and then yeah we're hopefully we're we're looking at a clean scan into the future all right awesome and just became the father of your third son third one yeah we today is the one month uh anniversary of our third kid so we have a three and a half year old a two year old uh, this weekend and then a one month old that's exciting that's a crazy house right now. There's a lot of testosterone flowing it's in that house. Busy, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Um, so our man talk word for the day today is wildness. We're talking about wildness. So um, what's your uh, gut reaction here? We don't need to define it. I think we all know what wildness is. Um, and we can all see pretty clearly, especially with the current political and whatever social situation we've got with this idea of toxic masculinity. I think we all know what... what uh, wildness is and and the fact that wildness can go the wrong direction um so talking about wildness framing it in a scriptural manhood setting gut reaction go ahead and shoot yeah uh so i work at a high school uh that is just opening this year kingdom prep lutheran high school which is an all-boys school here uh in the city in wauwatosa and wildness to me so at the beginning of this year we sat down at a staff meeting we said if there was anything that you could do with the boys uh what is it that you would do and i personally said i would get them as far out of their normal comfort zone and their normal realities we possibly could so i would take them camping somewhere as far away as we possibly could be and what that ended up looking like for us is that we went to rock island state park which is off. So if you go in Wisconsin, off the end of Door County is Washington Island. And yeah. then if you go, and there's people that live on Washington Island. It's a populated place. There's like a thousand people that live there year round. If you cross all the way across Washington Island and then you take another ferry ride, you can go to Rock Island State Park, which is an uninhabited state park where there's camping and stuff going on. And we went there the end of August of last year with our inaugural freshman class. We brought 53 guys to Rock Island State Park. Not really like having a having an okay idea of what we were getting into, but not really totally understanding what it was that we were getting into. <laughs> and we spent four days and three nights there at Rock Island, just really uh, building brotherhood and experiencing wildness in nature and in humanity in ways that like nobody <laughs> had really planned on. Uh, 
And so like, that's the first place I go to go, like not just uh, masculinity in a non-toxic sense, but also like embracing the wild of the world that we live in. All right. Yeah. So uh, the, the obvious follow up to that is then most men don't live in a setting where they experience that wildness of God's creation on a daily basis. So what does that look like when we start talking about that for guys, not necessarily guys like us, because you and I do get out into the wild with some regularity on purpose, right? Yeah. Um, but your average Joe sitting, you know, wearing a tie, sitting in an office, like what, how does wildness look in his life? Is it important? Is it something that's real? Um, what's the deal? Well, that's a great question that I think is difficult to wrestle with because if somebody grew up in a, in an urban or a suburban, uh, just like life, uh, through their development, it's a really foreign thing, I think, to look at uh, wild outdoor uh, types of things as as a way of uh, experiencing the world. But I think what I have experienced, you know, like what, I think what we've kind of experienced is that those things, for me at least, are a great way to be able to just embrace what. God has established uh, in the world as far as like what it looks like to see all of creation and be part of what's going on. And that like a lot of what we see in urban and suburban centers are like the works of our hands where we're, you know, building these big buildings and doing all these big things. And they're, they're great and they're awesome. But I think like at the end of the day, there's a lot of like lack and there's a lot of just not not seeing exactly what we want to see in our world and sometimes being able to step away from what we see in our day-to-day and spend some time uh, in creation is a good way to be able to embrace that, even if it's not part of our comfort zone that we normally kind of inhabit. Right, and I think it, you also can tie it back in some seriously, like, I don't know if it's philosophical or what, but you can tie it back to the idea that those big buildings and those these big cities are a result of men taming wildness. Like we live in Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a swamp. Yeah. Right. Like city hall is sinking because there's no ground for it to sit on. There's a lake under downtown. Like this was the wildest of wild places at one point. And now we sit in extreme comfort, (laughs) annoying comfort at times. Right. It's saying, you know, we need to get out of here. We need to get somewhere wild. So it's, um, The reality is the men who've gone before us here took something wild and tamed it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like this house was put here. At one point it was forest, right? And, you know, they tamed the wildness for their families. And they had good work down the street at at at, uh, Alice Chalmers. And they had some incredible things. When this place was built, they were taming wildness and providing safety and comfort for their families. But most men in our uh, most men in our day and age and in our world, I don't think really. There's not a struggle. Yeah. There's not a real. There's there is something certainly to be said for having this burden to be able to carry, having having some important task that puts a burden on uh, the people of a generation to say we have to do something about this and if we don't we're in big trouble 
I really like. Uh, there's a song on. It's really popular on YouTube. I don't, I've never heard it anywhere but YouTube. But it's by Uncle Lucius called "Keep the" or "Keeping the Wolves Away" or "Keep the Wolves Away." You ever heard that one? I don't think so. But so the whole song is the is the idea of one generation keeping the wolves away, the next generation keeping the wolves away. And so he he starts with his father, who like he worked on an oil rig or something like that, and ended up injured and couldn't work and. They're just fighting to keep the wolves away, right? Um, and now he's a musician, and he's trying to make it as a musician, and every sure. gig is important because he's making money. Again, just trying to keep the wolves away, right? And I think that I think you're right. I think there's very few people, particularly men in our generation, who actually face a situation like that. Like there's there's plenty of blue collar men in the world who do, right? But there's very few people who really truly, especially in this credit card age, right? You can always get another credit card. You can always find more money to spend. Where you're really truly like facing, you know, face to face with a wolf and saying, "You have no place here. You're not coming in my door. You're not coming in my house." And the generations before us, whether it was you know World War Two, or World War One, or the Great Depression, or you go even further back, you know, the very real, um, both the action and the consequences of of the Civil War. Um, and then before that, there w- there really never was peace in America before that because you're fighting, constantly fighting battles against European nations and Native Americans and all that. America really didn't know peace, you know. And so there was always this very real threat of death. There was always this really very real threat of dying. There was always this very real threat, even in cities. And so I think, like, why we're just soft. Comfort <laughs> isn't really the life uh, that is a good thing for a man, it seems. And culturally, we have a lot of that going on. Right. And we're, we're, we're bred that way. You know, like we're not, not that that's wrong, I don't think, but we're bred that way from childhood. Like we got cars to ride in. We got beds to sleep in. We have air conditioning. We have heat. You know, we Very few kids, to, to tie it back into how we started here, you're talking about being on Rock Island, right? There... We when was the last time most American men were in a situation where they needed to figure something out to survive? Right. Well, in and a that, real way, and that and that's real. And I think about that as a father as we go like, okay, well, this some of this is built into to how we live. I don't I don't want my kids to have to suffer. Like the reason that I work as hard as I do and as long as I do is that so that my kids don't have to do that. And I think we have generations of building where like people come and establish something and build and build and build and look at like, well, I'm doing this so that my children can have a better life. And if I'm suffering, then like what my life should look like in the future is that my kids don't have to do that. And that can create this weird cycle where now like, we have established something great, but what does that mean for my children? I think we see that in a lot of different spheres where great men do these hard things and great women do these hard things and they leave this legacy for their kids that should be this like understanding of the the work that it took to establish what they established and a lot of times leads to quite the opposite where there's a just an entitled, like they don't, they, something gets lost in translation between here's the work I did to provide safety for you. And now like I was so busy working hard, taming the wilderness that I, I forgot to mention that this is what we do. This is the work that we do to have to build this. 
So let's lean into that then. Um, as as men who find it important to be wild, um, what what is it that makes that wildness important? What is it that's kind of lighting that fire in us to go out and be wild? And what does that look like? I think for me, what it's looked like is always embracing the new challenge. So uh, particularly for me, career-wise at least, being at uh, this new school, uh, coming from a position that I was really comfortable in, having a lot of success in the classroom, having a lot of success coaching, have a lot of success outside of the classroom, and then going like, okay, things have things have really gone well, but I'm starting to get really comfortable. Here's this opportunity to start from complete scratch, wrestle with some of the big questions in education. Does that mean that everyone needs to be this entrepreneurial type of person? No, not necessarily. But I think it means like leaning into whatever the challenge is close to you. And for me, what that looked like was going, okay, I'm going to step back from this school that's already established and lean into wrestling with some of the big questions of education and what it looks like to serve the students that are most uh, at risk and the, the deepest need. Just stepping into that circumstance is what it looked like for me. Well, and there's a certain amount of, I mean, for lack of a better name, there's a certain amount of fear that's involved in that, right? Like you're leaving something that you, something known and you're heading off into something that's unknown, right? Yeah. And you like both of our schools are kind of the wild west. Yeah, right. You're, it's the front line of everything that's wrong. Like you could make a list of things that are wrong with America, and that's our kids. Yeah, that are coming to face us, right? So, um, understanding what what uh, like what situation you're actually in, and not letting your like not letting our oh boy I came out this from the wrong angle. I had, a, I had a great conversation with my students about this this morning where we were talking about some of the problems that face us, particularly in education in our city right now, and just wrestling with it. Like, whoa, you're like, are you are you saying are you saying we're dumb? Are you calling us stupid? And it, it was like, no, guys, like, hold on. We need to take a step back. These real problems, the problems that are worth solving in the world are never a simple, easy fix. There are at least... 10 things and we started making a list of all the different components that come into like a situation where a city full of students is way behind where they should be and we just went boom 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 through this list and you could just see kids that were ready for this fight about being called something that they were getting emotional about as we went through this list of reasons where like things are really beyond difficult you could just see hearts soften and kids go like, Oh man, like, yeah, it is pretty bad. And you've thought critically about this. You're not just calling me stupid. This is, this is interesting that we're like, we're in the thick of this together and it's a big, deep, real problem. Yeah. So I think maybe where we're going with this is we don't have a frontier to go explore, right? Unless you want to go move up to Alaska. Yeah. Um, we don't have a frontier to explore. And so a real life application for wildness would be, what frontier are you going to explore? Maybe maybe you're the kind of guy that's going to trade on the stock markets. Yeah. Maybe you're the kind of guy that's going to jump into a classroom like one of ours and <laughs> grab the bull by the horns and wrestle it, right? Or maybe like we've had Alex Enter on here talking about bull riding, you know? Like what's what's your wildness going to be? Like where are you going to find a place to to express it because we've all got it? And uh, how can you make it how can you make it applicable to not only like real life and real world, but also 
to make it serve the kingdom, I think is also part of it. Cause that's gotta be part of it. Like there, if, if we're men of God, everything we do has to serve the kingdom. Yep. So finding something, finding a way to express that wildness that God has put into our hearts. And most of us understand it and realize it, um, that serves the kingdom that serves a purpose and that brings, you know, peace and comfort to the people in our lives that we love. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. Appreciate you having you on, man. Love it. Pleasure. Have a good week, guys. Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook under the Gird Up Podcast, and there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as girdup underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash girdup. And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.